Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is 109 on a lovely Saturday here at CCL. Post All-Star break. The Twins play a ton of Saturday night games between now and the end of the regular season, including tonight, Twins and Royals, game two of the three-game set from Kauffman Stadium, Twins Magazine at 4.30, pregame 5.30, first pitch at 6.10. Here on the home of the Twins, Lance Lynn will get the call for the Twins. Jacob Junis for the Royals. Kansas City held off Minnesota 6-5 to in the first game out of the break. Pleased to be joined by Doug Swinhart in studio. It is Tech Talk. Tech Talk is back. Our phone numbers on the program are 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text our program at 81807. There should be a ton of pent-up demand. We haven't been on the air in a while uh, for Tech Talk. So once again, if you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program or send a text. Once again, here are the numbers, 651-989-9226, or you can text 81807, and your calls and texts are a huge part of the program. Doug, you look good. How you been? Oh, thank you. Really, really busy. Stevie, if we could take a moment. I have been getting a rash of calls, and what's happening here is people are actually making calls, and they're, again, targeting mainly seniors, and they're saying, listen... Mm. Your Microsoft Windows product key has expired. Let me help you renew it. A product key will not expire. They connect up to the people's computer. They play around for a little bit, and they say, there you go, reboot, and you're done now, and whack them 150 to $200. This, because the news got out across the FBI so quickly, now they've actually changed it, and they're making robocalls. And they are expressing, this is the Microsoft Security Center. This is an emergency call. Call this number immediately. And when you call, the same game is being played. It's nonsense. Your product key will not expire. That's not how this works. Yeah, and it is one of those things. We've said it before, and it's one of our regular public service announcements on the program. These big companies will not call you directly and say they're having a problem or you have a problem with your specific computer. It just doesn't happen. If it does, you you have to have your radar up, be very leery of anyone offering to help or, or by all means, trying to log in remotely to your computer. Absolutely. Uh, th- this is... This has gotten to be just an enormous issue, this nonsense of locking people's computer up. And they go so far as to just change passwords and demand six, $700 after they've done nothing but change a password. That's the big game with Max as of late with our seniors. They connect up to them. They change their login password so they can't get access. And changing the password without having it on a Mac can be kind of a chore. It can be done, but it's it's a chore. It's not meant... For the casual user, 
it's um, it's bigger issue than than we think. But yeah, let we can't, we just can't fall for this nonsense anymore. So you know, be aware, be alert, and just stay conscious that Microsoft is not going to call you, HP is not going to call you, Dell's not going to call you, and they're certainly not going to call you and want to connect to your machine. It just doesn't happen. Well, and what's amazing is is that these people are asking for outrageous amounts of money. Considering right now, you can go out and get a pretty nice computer wherever you buy electronics. I don't care where it is. You can get a really nice computer, laptop, for 500 bucks. Oh, indeed. And, in fact, I just set up a lady that is buying a piece of equipment for her daughter to start college. Sure. Uh, nice computer. Uh, we picked, we're going to be picking up a reefer, putting in a solid-state drive. Even with my charges to do all this for him, she's less than $600, and it's a gorgeous computer. So, yeah, that's just – but the problem, see, the one gentleman I had a couple of weeks ago, this went on, and he had a Mac. So he, you know, trusting guy that he is, lived alone in Richfield, said, okay, here, connect up and get me correct. The guy wanted $750 to unlock his computer, and all he did was change the password. Well, he says, what can I do? All my pictures are on there. My tax records are on there. I called Apple, and they said I can't get this password back reset. And I went over to his house, picked up the machine, worked on it for three hours, reset his password back the way it was, except he's got a new one now, and took it back to him, and I charged him 75 bucks. So this, the amount of money that they ask is really a key factor, I think. And they're not going to ask you for money up front I think a legitimate person will wait until they're done before you are billed. That's my personal opinion. However, I think we've come to a level where I, as much as I do remote communications, I have to say straight out, unless you know the party on the other line, they should not be taking control of your computer. It's really that simple at this point. All right, uh, Doug, one of the other uh, scams, if you will, is that ransomware. Oh. Um, it, it, it continues. We, we don't hear as many reports, but it's one of those that's floating around out there. There's uh, three new variations, and I should also mention, I'm really glad that you brought this up. Um, many of the top antivirus and malware companies now can sense this as it's coming into your computer and stop it. So you're not going to be getting locked up data. Uh, Bitdefender, if you have a Windows 7 or a Windows 8 machine, is on sale. You can have five devices for like 40 bucks, And they actually will protect your router as well. And that also has the built-in ransomware. Now, as the bad guys continue to work, there will be new variants on some of this malware. But from my perspective... The, the, the cryptography software that encrypts all of your data, I think that the professionals today have really got a handle on this. They can't reverse all of them, but nearly all of them, if your computer's infected. But you should not rely on that. Windows 7, Windows 8 machines, if you're going to continue to run them, and there's some valid reasons to do so, absolutely upgrade to a commercial malware or antivirus. And I would suggest Malwarebytes or Bitdefender. On a Windows 7 machine, Bitdefender has my downright complete acknowledgement that this is a dynamite product. All right. Uh, by the way, 
Our phone number on the program is 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807, 81807. We haven't talked in a while. You haven't been in studio. And uh, we, we should get to some things that are important reminders for folks. Let's start with back up your data. You work on computers all the time. I'm sure you... Uh, work with people who have had uh, complete hard drive failures. Uh, We cannot stress this enough on this program. Have multiple backups of your data, uh, the documents, the photos, the things that cannot be replaced. Exactly. We, We can't say it enough. No, I still get computers in every day where, you know, if the hard drive, if I can get it connected to a Linux computer and the hard drive's still spinning, I generally... 99% 99% of the time can get the data. But if that hard drive had come in and it had a bent spindle or the heads had stuck up all against the platters, they'd be out. The data would be gone. There's no returning it. And today, as you and I have talked about on multiple occasions, go out and buy an external hard drive. Today, you can pick up a 2 terabit hard drive at Best Buy, Micro Center, 60 70 bucks, and it's a it's a great buy. I can't encourage people to be using thumb drives anymore that they've gotten so inexpensive that I just don't think it's a, it's a secure media to me. That's for moving data from place to place. It shouldn't be used as a backup. Mosey backup, Mosey, um, Carbonite, Google drive, OneDrive, iCloud. There are multiple in the cloud services as well. My favorite of course is Google drive. First of all, because it comes with every Gmail account and it's free. There does require some manual work of copying and pasting it up to the cloud. But it's still, it's so easy. There's no reason why people shouldn't have a minimum of three copies of everything that's important, especially pictures. You can re—you can even recreate a document, but you can't recreate that special moment that you took that shot of a graduation or a wedding or, a, or an anniversary, pictures, pictures, pictures. The, these things, and especially now today with digital photography, as you know, we click, 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 because it's all saved on a, on a CD or a DV or a smart drive card, and then we put it to our computer, and then we probably clear off the card so we can take more pictures. So it isn't like we're going through the expense of actually developing film anymore, but that creates an enormous amount of photography. And here's the thing with this cryptographic, these um, encryption malware. It doesn't care how important your data is. And, in fact, it's looking for the most important data. Most of these things are set up to encrypt your photographs first. They know what they're doing. They know how to squeeze money out of you. So, yeah, it's very important. External hard drive, one media. Your internal hard drive where you're saving them gives you two copies. And a cloud service, Google Drive, Carbonite, Mosey, whatever, up on the clouds, and just get it. Now you've got three complete copies, and you're good to go. All right, quick break. We have more with Doug. It is Tech Talk. It's been a while since he's been in studio. Twins and Royals tonight on the radio, our pregame, and our coverage begins at 4.30 with the Twins Magazine Show. Pre-game at 5.30 with Chris Atterbury and then Corey and Danny with all the play-by-play from Kansas City at 6.10 tonight. Here are the phone numbers, 651-989-9226. Or you can text 81807. That is 81807. We invite your calls and texts. 
Tech Talk underway with Doug in the studio here on the CCO. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio on this Saturday. Tech Talk is back. Twins tonight on the radio. Our phone number is 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Um, Let's uh, get into uh, the text at 81807. That is 81807. Um, over the years, we've talked a lot about Macs and the fact that they're pretty secure and in general haven't needed any sort of virus protection. Uh, they've been locked down pretty good over the years. Has that changed? Uh, someone maybe buying a new Mac, should they consider some sort of virus protection? I really don't think so. Okay. I, uh, you know, Macs have had a couple of small attacks over the past several years, and Apple has jumped on it and fixed it so fast it was incredible. You, you, you got to keep in mind, Steve, that the original Mac operating system was built on an early, early version of Linux. That's not to say that we can call the Mac OS Linux today, because we can't. The Mac operating system is a completely proprietary operating system, but it's much, much more secure than Windows when it comes to the ports and the IRQs being open. I think Macs are a good buy. I think that they're very safe. Uh, if you're looking to compare hardware, a Mac is probably going to be a more expensive than a PC. But at the same time, it's easy to justify when you take a look over history at the longevity that people have gotten out of their Mac purchases. They last a long time, as I'm sure you already know. You had a Mac. Oh, yeah. Run, run, well, run, run, run. That that old MacBook, I still have at home, and on occasion, I will plug it in. The, the battery shot, I, and I wasn't going to put money into a no, new battery. Still fires up. Plug it in, rock and roll. Yeah, it, it's just extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, great equipment. But on the flip side of that, um, a number of years ago, um, I don't know how long it's been. It's got to be three years at least. Uh, I bought an HP Chromebook. Oh, tough to beat. And I spent a couple of hundred bucks on this thing, and I use it every day. Well, now to, the- to go online and uh, you know check Twitter and check my various news feeds and check email and Sweet pay some machine. bills at home. I, I keep it at home generally. I'll bring it out to the fair uh, coming up here at the end of summer. But but in general, it, I I keep it around the house and, and use it to get online and that sort of thing. Hard to beat. So, I mean, there, there's two extremes. There's a lot of good equipment out there. Absolutely. And the Chrome OS, you know, when Google first came out with the Chrome operating system, their biggest selling point was always up to date, always new, always clean. That was actually their three buzz lines when they were first starting to sell uh, Chromebooks and, and Chromeboxes. That's true today. When you turn this on, you are connected to the Internet and it's getting your browsers up to date, all the software that's on there that most of that, by the way, is in the clouds. But it's a tremendously secure operating system, probably even more secure than Android or iOS for phones at this point, which also are improving by leaps and bounds. So, yeah, we're we're getting a handle on this. This is a good thing. All right, uh, speaking of that, from the text line at 81807, someone's having difficulty transferring photos and videos from an Android phone to their computer. Uh, For whatever reason, the computer isn't recognizing these files. You know, this is an interesting thing. Everybody that calls that has this issue, 
with Mac or an Android, uh, an Apple iOS phone, an iPhone, or an Android phone. I tell them right away that they can get on Google and they can either upload, uh, download an app on their Android. And Android's all set up for this. little more work with an Apple phone. But as soon as you take a picture, it can automatically go up to your Google Photos, Google Drive. When you log on to your computer, you can actually copy that down to your hard drive. It truly is the simplest method, in my mind, to have that hub set up. When you buy an iPhone, Apple, being aware of this, will automatically set you up with an iCloud account that basically does the same thing. The thing to keep in mind here with when you have multiple devices, somewhere you must have a hub, some type of cloud storage, either an iCloud or a, or a Gmail, Google Drive account, that now becomes your hub for all your devices. will simplify everything. And I think this particular texter is attempting to come from their phone right straight to their computer. And I believe the confusion is probably that they need to address a networking issue because their smartphone is connecting to their home router. And if they don't plug it in with a cable, then they've got to connect to that device like it's a network drive. And that can be a little daunting. And all the Android systems, like the iOS systems, are pretty operating system specific for that. But it's doable. And if they have problems, give me a call. We'll probably have it solved in a couple minutes. And by the way, Doug's phone number and email and how you can reach Doug will be available at the end of the program today. Uh, Coming up following the weather, we're going to talk about virus protection for Windows 7 machines. Uh, among others. By the way, we have phone lines open right now. Great time to call the program, 651-989-9226. That phone number is good for all our programs here on CCO. You can text us at well as well anytime. comes right into the studio. I'm looking at the screen right now, 81807. The number there, 81807. Tech Talk with Doug continues in a moment. 135 on a Saturday here at CCO. Twins tonight. They play the Royals in Kansas City. Game two of the three-game series. Our coverage begins with Twins Magazine at 4.30. Pre-game at 5.30 with Chris Atterbury, Corey, and Danny with all the play-by-play here on the home of the Twins. We have a ton of calls lined up and a number of texts. We promised we'd go to the text line first at 81807. Doug Swinhart in studio. Virus protection for Windows 7. Uh, the, uh, the, the program that was on board when you first bought the computer or installed Windows 7 probably not adequate anymore. What would you do? Uh, I, I agree. I think Microsoft Security Essentials is not what it was, even though it looks identical in 10. I, I, just, I just don't trust it. I see it letting stuff in. I think probably the best antivirus Malware protection you can get today for a Windows 7 machine is Bitdefender. It's fast. It's clean. May not be the prettiest. It doesn't do a whole lot with graphics, but who cares? It lays down there in the corner, and it does its job. And it's on sale right now, five devices, if I'm not mistaken. And I like the middle of the road. They got three different products, and the Internet security is going to be adequate for most households. And the last time I saw it, it was 40 bucks for a year for five devices. And those five devices do not have to be in that house. You could give one to a kid or a cousin or a brother. I also like Malware Bytes, of course. Top, top, top shelf per, per, protection. 
Um, ESET, E-32 by ESET, a tremendous product. Uh, McAfee is going strong. I kind of tend towards Bitdefender because it's it's low resources. And it with all the stuff that it protects, it doesn't seem to slow down a computer at all. And it's still doing it all. Plus, they're adding this little VPN browser. So if you're going to connect to a bank or a mortgage company or a brokerage firm, someplace where you want that little added security in Windows, you can actually use their browser that goes through their virtual private network without any extra configuration settings. That's cool. That's just downright cool any way you cut it. All right, so that so, would be my advice. All right. Bitdefender it is. Uh, anything with Windows 8? Windows 8, I would follow the exact same rules. Okay. All right. Um, now Windows 10, I think that, uh, that uh, Windows Defender, which really looks, feels, and smells an awful lot like security essentials, is running in the background, and you are really, really in good shape. Talking about Windows 10, Stevie, I should like to mention this as well. If you are buying a new machine or you're going to custom build a new computer from the ground up and you want to install Windows 10, I cannot encourage you strong enough to get Windows 10 Professional over Windows 10 Home. Inside the internal settings, we have a lot more flexibility. So it's not like it's just got a different name stamped on it. This thing gives you a lot more things to configure internally and control a lot of things that are you just have no control over in Microsoft Windows 10 Home. Uh, just uh, just wanted to throw that out there as well. All right, very good. Uh, and, of course, text, always a great way to go, 81807. 81807 will pop back to the text line in a moment. But uh, first, the phones. Let's go to Philip and Egan. Philip, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I, I love your show, even though I'm truly computer illiterate. Oh, me too. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I I've been told by friends that you know, for my browser, I I should have uh, I got a Windows Seven Home Premium, and I should look into using Google as my browser. Oh, absolutely! I think every computer on the planet should have multiple web browsers. Um, you, especially Windows Seven, if you're Working exclusively with Internet Explorer, that's not good. Um, just open up Windows Explorer, go to Google.com, the web page, and, and in the search box, type in download space Chrome and get Chrome. It will install, set itself up automatically. As soon as you get that done, you can actually open up Google Chrome or Internet Explorer, go back to Google.com, Type in Firefox, Mozilla Firefox, and get Firefox by Mozilla, another great browser. And as soon as you get that done, go to brave.com, B-R-A-V-E.com. That will give you four different web browsers on your computer, and you should play and test all of them and be prepared to use some of them with some sites, some of them with other sites. Get used to using multiple browsers. That would be the best advice I could give you. And... Thank you for the call, Bill. You got one more, Philip? Well, um, I, I don't have to make those my uh, homepage or anything. I can keep my MSN homepage. Oh, yeah, your start page. You can set that on any of the browsers. Um, okay. One thing you're going to want to do is a little research on default programs with Windows because each one of these browsers, as they install, 
They're going to ask you the question if you want that particular browser to become the default. And the best example of that I could give you is if you had an email that somebody sent you a web link, something that you could click on and go right straight to the site. Windows will open up that browser when you click on that link because that will be your default browser. That word default with computers, Macs, PCs, Linux, all of them, that word default is very, very important, especially when we have multiple pieces of software doing the same task. So, yeah, you're going in the right direction, Phil, and thank you again for the call, and have a great weekend. Yeah, Internet Explorer, I can't remember the last time I've used it. I, I If it's not Mozilla Firefox, I, I use Chrome, and then if I happen to be on a Mac, then, of course, uh, you, Safari. Use, you use Safari, and that's a good browser, and that is available as well. You can download it and put it right on a PC. Yeah, that's another good browser. Yeah, you know, and interestingly enough about Internet Explorer, Windows 10 comes with a new browser called Microsoft Edge. You don't even really see Internet Explorer. Internet Explorer 11 is still shipping on Windows 10 machines. First thing I do when I work on a Windows 10 machine is I remove Internet Explorer 11. And then I start adding browsers, and we rock and roll. What, what about Edge uh, in your dealings with that? Edge is a much superior browser okay. uh, than Internet Explorer. But here again, I kind of tend towards the outside browsers. They have to work a little bit harder to keep your computer safe. And here's the thing. All of these web browsers today are actually residing on top of Windows in between your computer and the Internet. And Microsoft Edge, not quite so much. About 90% there. But the rest of these are practically their own operating system at this point, Steve. So, yeah, security-wise, absolutely. My my first pick is Mozilla um, uh, or, or Chrome or Brave. And I've been using Brave a lot lately. I like that browser. That's a sweetheart. And it's a, add it to the pile. It's nice because you don't have to pay 25 bucks for each one of them. You can download all of them for free. These people are generating dollars when you are surfing the net, depending upon the sites that you go to. So that, And they're all working that way. So they're getting paid, trust me. The better you like a browser, the more you should use that browser, the more money they make automatically by your usage. It's a real, real interesting marketing thing that's happening. All right, let's go to Tom. Tom, you're on the phone lines. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi, Tom. What's up? Well, I seem to be getting a halo whenever I boot up my Mac. And I had the same thing happen with a piece, or with a uh, laptop I had. Uh, and only the halo I'm getting on the Mac is white and appears around the edges, probably the two, three inches around the edges. And with the piece or with the laptop I had, it was kind of a pinkish. And I was told that diodes were starting to die. And That's weird. You got that going on on two computers? Yeah. One uh, is a, oh, a three-year-old Apple Mac, hmm. 27-inch. Uh, and the other was on a 17-inch laptop. Have you got these things plugged into a surge protector by any chance? I sure do. Take that surge protector out of the mix and let's see what happens. Uh, You may be in a house where an uninterruptible power supply, a battery backup, and I really like the APCs. 
You may want to be investing 60, 70, 80 bucks. Uh, to, to, what scares me here a bit is it's more than one computer. And and you're having it like back to back. Let's get that that you that uh, surge protector out of there. Today we no longer are suffering with surges as much. We still get them, but not near what we used to. Today we're dealing with brownouts. This almost feels in the pit of my gut, like they're just not getting enough power. And the first thing to go is going to be your display. Uh, give me a call next week, and we'll investigate this farther. And thank you for the call. All right, quick follow-up before we break. By the way, our phone number is 651-989-9226. Uh, the surge protectors you can get for $10, $15. Bucks. Uh, there, there are better ones you can get. Um, but what we're talking about are the uninterrupted power supplies. Correct. Where if the power goes out, we, we, have, a, we have a storm, whatever, and the power goes out, it allows you to shut down your expensive electronic equipment like computers, big screen TVs in an orderly fashion instead of the lights just going out, so to speak. Yeah. That's an important part of it. But these things also smooth out the power as well. And I, I think it's been well documented, uh, increases the longevity of this equipment. No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. If you took a piece of equipment called an oscilloscope, and you plugged it into a normal 110 wall outlet, you would actually see highs and lows of 18 to 20%. That's just a fact across North America. Yeah, if you have your air conditioner kick on, sometimes you'll see a blip, that sort of stuff. Yeah, and building codes are such that the lights are on a different circuit. So if people saw their lights dimming and brightening and dimming and brightening, they would be losing their marbles. But we don't see it, but it's still going on. Now, if you took... A battery backup unit, an American power company, conversion company, right in Rhode Island or built in America, and you plug that into the wall outlet and you plug that oscilloscope into this battery backup, that oscilloscope is going to show 1% to 2% variance. I think of it like putting clean gas in your car. And this sensitive equipment, we're converting AC to DC so your computers will run. It's very, very low voltage. They want them to be as energy efficient as possible, but they become more sensitive to these highs and lows. And surge protectors, good product 30 years ago, not today. If you want to protect your computer, you got to have a battery backup. Depending on what you have plugged in, you don't have to spend big money. Some of them, if you spend $1,000, they'll run your computer for five days without any electricity to your house. I think that's overkill. Most people can get by for $70, $80, a nice small little unit that will sit next to their computer and rock and roll. Not so important for a laptop because they've got some of this built in to the AC adapters. Even those will run better plugged into an APC-C battery backup. And I keep saying that name. We, we normally don't push products too hard, Steve. You know, we're just here for the public. But when it comes to battery backup units, in my personal opinion, APC, they're the best you can buy. You just can't do any better. Yes, it may cost you 10, 15 bucks more than a competitor. I give you that. Right. Worth every penny. All right. Uh, very important, though. Uh, for the longevity and uh, proper performance of that equipment. Quick break, uh, 80 degrees, northeast winds at 11 miles an hour. It is 149 here at CCO Tech Talk. Continues in a moment. 
We've got more Tech Talk. Doug in studio today. Twins and Royals on the radio tonight. Our coverage begins with the Twins Magazine show at 4.30 later today. We've had a number of great calls and texts. Let's try and squeeze in a couple more calls here. Chris in Minneapolis. Chris, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I have a question about laptop speed, and I'm, I'm generally computer literate. I have a laptop that's four or five years old. It's HP, and when I bought it, I did a bunch of research and got the Intel 7 chip and a big nice memory seven. and big hard drive. Nice. And, and I could not have been more disappointed over the last four or five years just with speed of the, the computer. Okay, the you have a, this computer is a perfect candidate for a, a solid-state drive. I just got done yesterday with a Dell that's almost the identical story. Eight gigs of RAM, i7 quad processor, a terabit hard drive, and it took four minutes to boot. I took that hard drive out. I put in a Samsung 250-gig drive, which we bought at Micro Center for $74. I installed Windows 10 Professional and tweaked it to the nines. I then partitioned the hard drive and installed Linux Lite. This thing starts up, it takes maybe, maybe 10 seconds to come to a boot menu. You select Linux or Windows. If you select Windows and hit the return button, 17 seconds later, you're starting to go to work. Linux is about 14 seconds later. And let me just say for the record, at least 80% of that speed increase came from that solid-state drive. Now, yes, I will tell you that... Four decades of experience helped to configure this computer, but I have to be honest and admit, the majority of that speed increase was that solid-state drive. If you wanted to install this on your own, you certainly could. But I'm going to suggest to you that then you're going to be wanting to buy a Samsung 250-gig Pro drive, which is a little bit more money, but it comes with software called data migration. It will actually mirror your Windows And then you take it apart, put in the new drive, reboot, and life should be good. Make sure you get backups of everything important, copies of your pictures and docs and tax records. I would love to get my hands on your computer. If I got your computer for a day and a half to two days, I'd be a hero at your house. And thank you for the call. All right, quick one, Carrie and Woodbury. Carrie, you're on the air with Doug. Uh, we, We don't have much time. Hello. Hi, Doug. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Matt uh, Airbook, two years old. It's my daughter's. She cracked the LCD screen and can't see anything. I'm wondering if it's worth attempting to fix or getting a new one. And if it is, where do I go? I'm going to actually have to have you give me a call um, uh, tomorrow afternoon or Monday. And there's a couple of places where we can look at parts, but I'm going to have to have model number, serial number, and we will keep in mind that that if it's too expensive to replace, we'll look at something different and possibly even a refurb. There are several sites today that are selling refurb Macs that are very, very good price. Uh, Here again, the machine she's got is a perfect candidate for a solid-state drive. I'd love to get my hands on this one. And, Gary, thank you for the call. Yeah, a bummer on the crack screen. That's uh... Well, they can be replaced, but Macs are touchy to work on, but they can be done. Yeah. All right, Uh, Doug, we're just about out of time. We had a lot of great calls and a lot of great texts. We'll be back next Saturday at 1. 
Here in the second half, the Twins playing a lot of games on Saturday night, so we'll be in studio. Cool. Uh, once again, uh, Doug, your phone number and email, how do people reach you? Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. It's good to be back, Steve, and have a good weekend. Yeah, good to see you, Doug, as always. Once again, Tech Talk Saturday, sports schedules allowing. Uh, between 1 and 2 o'clock here on the CCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t